With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Now back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle. VB. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. We got to talk about one Thomas Brady. Now the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I believe he had a cup of coffee here in New England. Did he not, Shattuck? Wait here for a spell. <laughs> so did you hear what happened? TMZ got this story yesterday. Really great. So we had heard this story earlier in the week about Brady was in one of the parks in Tampa over the weekend, and one of the workers went up and said, hey, you can't be in the park. And so Brady had to leave. Although then they walked it back and said they didn't kick him out because mm-hmm. he was fine, but whatever. So – TMZ gets this news story that Brady apparently went to see Byron Leftwich uh, at Byron Leftwich's house. For those that don't know, Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Brady wanted to go meet him in person, introduce, sit down and sort of chat, go over philosophies and start doing that whole thing. So Brady shows up at his house, pulls in, gets out of the car with a bag, walks in through the front door, drops his bag down and walks in like, yeah. I guess he was walking in like he was going to own the place, basically, Shattuck. And at some mm-hmm. point, he turns, and he sees a guy sitting on the couch who doesn't look anything like Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich is black. I'm guessing this guy <laughs> is white. And Brady realizes something's a little bit off. Lightning, I don't know how much sound you have here, but give me what TMZ has uh, as we pick up the story at this point. This tall guy just walked in my house, and he had a baseball hat on. I remember him being like a good-looking guy. Um, I noticed he was very tall. And he had – the funny thing about it was that he had like like luggage or like duffel bags on each uh, shoulder. And he he didn't even look at me. He just like dropped his duffel bags down on the floor. He just kind of like looked up at me. And I'll never forget the look on his face. And he goes uh, – Hey, how's it going, man? And I go, like, sarcastically, I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, dude. Like, <laughs> like who are you? And um, and then he looked at me with the most confused face. I'll never forget it the rest of my life. And he just goes, am, am, I, am I in the wrong house? And, and I said, uh, I think so. But, like, who are you looking for? Like, where are you supposed to be? And he said, that, uh, I'm, is this Byron's house? <laughs> and then, like, right then and there, my body just clicked. And I was like, holy <laughs> Tom Brady is in my <laughs> house. That's the first thing that, that came to my mind. I was like, and my body, like, froze. Like, to the point, like, I, I wanted, my body wanted to say, like, Tom. Like, Tom. But I couldn't, my body could not, it couldn't even speak. 
That, that sounds like you, Shattuck. If that ever happened, he was going to West Newbury with some. Oh, that was what Lightning did. That guy's reaction to Tom Brady yeah. was you, Lightning, when the guy from the office, Stephen Merchant, yeah. was in the well, studio. Yeah, how do you think I'd like, react if Brady oh. came in here? I'd pass out on the floor. Like, I would die. <laughs> I would seriously it die. It turned out that Byron Leftwich lives next door to the guy. Yeah. And Brady went. He was close, but he missed it by that much. And so now that guy's got a story to tell for the rest of his life. It leads me to this, Shattuck. I want to lighten things up a little bit here. I know another almost 5 million people are out of work. It's over 26 million now. One in six people are out of work because of coronavirus, and it's horrific and awful, and I can't stand it. But let's try and do something a little more lighthearted if we can this hour. Mm -hmm. Have you ever pulled a Tom Brady? Have you ever found yourself in the wrong house? That's number one. And then number two, have you ever had a run-in with a celebrity that was not supposed to happen? Like, that guy was never supposed to meet Tom Brady or see Tom Brady in any way, shape, or form. But because of this weird quirk that the guy lives next to Byron Leftwich and Brady got the address wrong, he saw and met Tom Brady. Have you ever had a quirky run-in with a celebrity like that guy had? 617-266-6860. I don't want to get your calls on this. I want you to lighten my mood. I want you to make lightning laugh. I want you to share your story with Shattuck. Uh, 617-266-6868. And can I start on this, Shattuck? Sure, please. So it's kind of a combination of the two. But you know the, the Boston celebrity Gene LaVanchi? Oh, do I? I wish I met him in person. Well, Gene LaVanchi, who I used to work with at Fox 25 for a few years, Gene LaVanchi once upon a time turned 40 years young. And his wife was throwing a surprise party for Gene uh, at their house in Walpole. And she said, VB, and I had only known them, I might have been not even a year, but whatever. I knew him pretty well at the time, but I, I hadn't known him, his family, any of that stuff then. She said, would you come to the party? It was on a Saturday. I said, sure. So she said, do me a favor, though. Everybody's parking down the street. We don't want them to see cars and blah, blah, blah. And I used to park right next to him at Fox, so he would have recognized my car and known someone was up. So I said, okay. Long and short of it, Shattuck, is the party starts at 1. I pull up at about 12.57, and I park, you know, a couple of football fields away from the house, and I walk down. And I see this large gathering, and so I walk down. The front door is open, and I walk right in, and there's the party. And it's everything that I knew it would be, which is there's balloons, there's beverages, and there's a whole lot of people that I don't know because I'd never been to Gene's house before, and I don't know his friends. But whatever. So I walk in, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And the guy's like, how's it going, dude? And I'm like, pretty good. Some party, huh? And he's like, yeah. I said, where's the where's the snacks? And he's like, oh, over there. So I go over to the table, and I make a little plate of chips and dip and whatever, and I grab a, I think it was a soda at the time, whatever. So I start talking to this group of people that are there, and they kept talking about Tim. I'm like, yeah. I, so I'm like, is Tim like Gene's best friend that I've never met? What's the deal? And blah, blah, blah. Long and short of it is I'm in there for about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Before I get this tap on my shoulder and I turn around and there's a woman there and she says, are you at the right party? And I go, what? She goes, where Where do you think you are? I said, is this Jean's party? And she goes, that's two houses over. Oh, fantastic. And I said, oh, do uh, you mind if I finish the chip? She goes, no, you're welcome to stay. I mean, it's fine. But I, I just had a feeling you were at the wrong party. 
they were having a birthday party at the same time Gene was having his birthday party, and I partied there for 15 minutes. Uh. I was Tom Brady, except nobody knew who the hell I was, and I just did the Homer Simpson walk backwards into the hedges, never to be seen from again, and whatever. And my wife, who was at Gene's party, we weren't dating at the time, but anyway, she never lets me forget that story. So she heard the Brady story this morning and came running and goes, oh my God, Brady did what you did on Gene's 40th birthday party. And she thought that was the funniest thing ever. So that's that's, that's when I was Tom Brady. That's fantastic. So I, I, I've not done it in a house, but I was um, I was sent to a bar. A bunch of our friends were supposed to meet at a bar, and um, and it was on Beacon Hill on Charles Street. They said, "Okay, go. To the, you'll see. There'll be there'll be a line outside. Go go to the bar." So so I go to the Beacon Hill Pub. I'm waiting in line, waiting in line, waiting in line. It seems kind of odd because it's mostly women in the line, and I finally get in there. And I'm walking around for a bit, and it's mostly coeds, and almost all was coeds. And and this one alpha coed came up to me. This is 1995, so I was dashing and handsome and and very charismatic at the time, of course. You were a thin then, like you are now. I was a thin. I was a thin. I was definitely a thin end. So, and she came up to me and she said, "This is the whatever whatever sorority party. Um, what are you doing in here?" And I said. Um, I'm. I somebody told me to be here. She said, "Well, are you supposed to be here? Were you invited?" And I said, "Well, no, I no." And she said, "Okay, well, uh, we'll see." You. And um, and of course, my friend, my other. So then I just left. I was as it turns out, everybody was supposed to be at the at the um, sevens on seventy seven Charles Street, which I didn't know about. I didn't know there was another one, so I just figured <laughs> that they had the wrong place. But it's funny, my friend Jay arrived just after me, also went to the Beacon Hill pub. And of course, when a bunch of co-eds ask you if you're supposed to be there, what do you say? Yes. Yes. So he stayed there and had an excellent night. And, um, you, the right and you shattucked him. <laughs> uh, yes, I went to the 7-Eleven and loaded up nachos, <laughs> and shoved them in my face, and drove home. And that and was, your buddy uh, is that now was... married to one of those co-eds. Yeah. That's how it happens, yes. yeah. Or several. Right. 617-266-6868. Have you ever pulled a Tom Brady and gone to the wrong place, one. And then two, have you ever had a weird encounter with a celebrity like this guy had with Tom Brady? Let's head up to Hampton Beach. Scott's there. Start us off on this one, Scott. Hey, uh, this uh, this is a classic. I'll never forget this. So, um, in, the, in the old Boston Garden, uh, we got these nosebleed seats. It was the Celtics versus L.A. Because it was, you know, it was a great, great seats. I mean, great just just the fact that we got the tickets. But we were in the nosebleed section as far away as you could possibly get. But we, we got tickets, right? So the first quarter goes by, and then I'm, I'm eyeing these beautiful seats, uh, two, two uh, balconies down. And I said, I said to my buddy, I, I said, Steve, there's, there's nobody there. They're, they're not coming. They must have blew off this game. I said, let's go down and score those seats. So we go down and we scored those seats. And we're we're watching the game, feeling like a million dollars, right? And uh, we're there for about five or ten minutes, you know, cheering on the Celtics and everything. All of a sudden, this guy comes walking down with this beautiful blonde bombshell, half his age. And we look up, and he looks at us over, and he says, "Nice try, boys." And it was Jack Nicholson. Oh my God! <laughs> <And we> just... <laughs> 
We just sat there in awe, got up and said, well, you know, that that was worth it. <laughs> you got to sit in Jack Nicholson's seats for five minutes, Scott. That's better than the game almost. That's right. That's right. But the, I'll never forget, he had that, that Jack Nicholson smirk on his face when he looked at us, you know, and he says, nice try, boys. And I'll never forget that. <laughs> Excellent call, Scott. I appreciate that. By the way, Jack Nicholson's birthday yesterday. He's 83 years young. 617-266-6868. Chance encounters with celebrities that were never really supposed to happen. And have you ever pulled a Tom Brady and gone to the wrong house? More calls when we come back. It's VB with Shattuck. You're in the middle on RKO. It's VB in the middle. Mother Earth is too damned important, man. School can wait. But anything else, get out forget there. it. Feel Mother Earth crying, man. But it's all... Mother Gaia. But this is all about de Blasio. <laughs> Don't gender identify the Earth either. That's the name of Mother Earth, Mother Gaia. You never heard of that? Never. Gender neutral parent Earth. What if you said, Waffles, I will only walk out if I can refer to it as Father Earth. Or non-gender <laughs> Earth. Like, why? Them Earth. If you think that conversation's oh, not coming, coming soon, you're mistaken. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. He's kind of like looked up at me. And I'll never forget the look on his face. And he goes, uh, hey, how's it going, man? And I go, like sarcastically, I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, dude. Like, <laughs> like who are you? It's like a... What was that Brad Pitt, Quentin Tarantino movie, Shattuck? Not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. True romance where Brad Pitt was the stoner and he's just sitting on yeah, a couch. Floyd. and People just kept walking in and he's like, uh, you guys want to hit? Like, yeah. <laughs> that guy sounds just like him. Yeah. Don't condescend me. <laughs> so Brady walked into the wrong house. Thank God Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay Lightning. It's been the only thing we've gotten to be able to talk about outside of uh, <laughs> outside of coronavirus in weeks. I know we got the NFL draft tonight, but man, he's had a crazy time down there so far too. Getting busted in the park, walking into the wrong house. in the house. park. He's got Gronk there. He's not <laughs> walking in the wrong house. It's a lot going on. Yeah. So have you ever pulled a Tom Brady, walked into the wrong house, and have you ever had a run-in with a celebrity that you were not supposed to have a run-in with? Jimmy is in North Attleboro. Jimmy, you're next on RKO. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Jimmy. Uh, I can fill both categories uh, almost about the same time. It was about 1986. I uh, was in the Marine Corps, and I was in Okinawa, and I flew home, and I was going to surprise my family, and this is way before cell phones. And uh, I came home about 9.30 at night from a flight, Walked in the door and uh, put my stuff down, walked into the kitchen, went to the fridge, and somebody came out of the back room. My house had been sold like three months before. Ah, and this family, there were people watching, there were people actually watching TV that I had walked by, walked into the house, and they were, they were like just stunned and just staring at me. And then I, I honestly felt very embarrassed. I was kind of pissed off a little bit, too, for not being told. But uh, yeah, it was quite embarrassing. But they took me in for, for uh, quite a while and let me make some phone calls and I was on my way within a couple of hours. But uh, I had no idea at all. It was kind of... Uh, Did you, that is unbelievable. What's that? Did you take it up with your parents and say, but is there something you forgot to I, tell me? Or I actually came home for two weeks. It was my two weeks leave. I was so mad I didn't even visit my parents. I stayed at my own While I was home, I did some, I did some landscaping for my uncle. And my dad came by like a, a couple weeks later. He said, "Who did all this?" And he said, "Your son did." He was home, and he at that point he knew I was pissed off. But other than that, yeah, that was that. 
And the other time, I think it was right about the same time, in about 86, 87, I was coming out of Northwest Virginia. I sat down, had a, had a magazine rolled up. I was in Marine Corps. I was in uniform, too, and I had a magazine. I'm not going to tell you which one it was. And I, this old guy sits down next to me, and another guy sits on the other side of me. And it was like a 10 in the, 10 in the morning flight. So there wasn't a lot of people. And it was coming out of Norfolk. It was just a coach, regular commercial flight. And I look over, and it's Red Arbach sitting right next to me. And this is when you get, he was smoking a cigar in, in the airport. That's and great. I go, geez, I got to get this guy's autograph. I unrolled my magazine. I said, can you And I had a Playboy. And I swear, he, he just looked at me, and he said, Playboy, huh? And he signed right across the breast. But it was, it was obviously covered because it's a cover. And he didn't even blink. He said, oh. And I thanked him, and I was like, that's on my way. But uh, he sat right next to me uh, about two, two seats up in front of the empty flight, too. So he flew commercial on coach. Uh, you know, so that's, great. that's my other little story. Yeah, it was great. Do you great. still he have that, Brett? Jimmy, do you even, still have, have that magazine? magazine? I still have it. Yes, I, his autograph is immaculate, and it, it, it's right on the cover of the Playboy. I believe it's 1986, but... He didn't even he didn't even say he didn't say oh jeez I can't he just said oh Playboy huh and then he just signed it That's and at fantastic. the time it was uh, yeah I think Casey Casey Jones was the coach and Jimmy Rogers was the uh, the assistant and they were on like mm-hmm. a scouting yeah down in in Virginia at some place but that, that's my one I don't think I've ever met any other celebrities except him I'm, I'm pretty I keep to myself and uh, that was a shock to me because I'm a huge Celtics fan. Jimmy, excellent call. Love both of those stories. Well done, my friend. Thank you. Uh, by the way, Shattuck, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but having Playboys signed, I never had. But there was a time. The only reason I'm going to tell this story, I'll try to make it quick lightning, is I think it speaks very well of her. So if you're a Drew Barrymore fan, Drew Barrymore, I once interviewed her. She came to Fox 25 when I was working there, and I got to spend a little time with her, whatever, and interview Drew Barrymore. My cameraman said, VB, do you mind if I try to get her to sign something? I said, I don't care. Do whatever you want. And then he shows me, and it's the Playboy with Drew Barrymore in it. She was on the cover once, and she, she did pose. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know, man. He's like, no, no, you got to, like, this would be so awesome. It'd be a, an inside joke with my wife, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, let's feel, let's see how this goes and whatever. Long and short of it, Drew Barrymore comes. We do the interview. We're talking. And finally, the cameraman decides to make his play. He says to her, Drew, can I ask you something? She's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I want you to sign something. Uh, it might be a little unusual. She goes, please tell me it's my Playboy. And he goes, yeah. And he brings the thing out. And she goes, oh, my God, let me see that. And she writes, Drew Barrymore, hugs and kisses all over the thing. And he says to her, I'm not asking you or anything, but you're my hall pass from my wife. And he says, should we get her on the phone? Oh. That was what Drew Barrymore said. It was awesome. Like, it was so funny. And my cameraman went completely red. They had a big laugh about it. But it couldn't have gone cooler. And I was so concerned that this was going to, you know, this was really out of line and he shouldn't be doing or whatever. Drew Barrymore loved the whole thing. And she played it great. That is fantastic. I love to hear that. You do hear nice things about her. Um, so we had a, do you have a t- moment? Quickly. Okay. So, so me and the same guy, Jay, were at a bar in Beacon Hill in 1997. And Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There was this guy and girl who were really getting drunk and really having a good time. They seemed cool and fun. She was really beautiful. And it was the girl at one point jumped up on the bar and started kind of dancing and just having, she was, she was just having a lot of ball. They had had some beers and it was uh, Marissa Tomei and uh, Quentin Tarantino was with her. And then some hangers on, they were doing a play in Massachusetts in Boston and they were fantastic. I had Tarantino write a uh, letter to my then girlfriend telling her she should marry me. I'm like, can you just write that? And he's like, what? Can you just write? He's like, what? And I said, can you just sign? And he goes, yeah, sure. But I saw. I, but uh, <laughs> so that changed quickly. He didn't write a letter. He just scribbled right. half of a Q on a piece he of wrote paper. His, exactly. But they were great. And then the next day in the Herald, they were slammed for being drunk and disorderly. <laughs> well, naturally. But you, the, everyone else thought they were ridiculous. And Chad like, good people, those two. Love them. <laughs> no, they were great. The bartender was trying to close down, and Tarantino saying, "This is Oscar winner Marissa Tomei. You can't ask her to leave this bar." But he wasn't being an ad- a jerk. He was being sarcastic and having fun. We were impressed. Impressed. I like him better than I like any of his movies. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Tom is from Lynn. Tom, you're Tom. You're next here in RKO. Hi, uh, yes, sir. I uh, I have an anecdote about an inadvertent encounter with a celebrity, but. I gotta ask you something. I forget. What does the VB stand for? I forget. Victor Bravo. No, Victor Bravo. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> you don't forget. No, I, I was in infantry. Believe me. Look, I thought. You know what I thought it was? I thought it was VB. Very boring. Wow. Oh. That just cut, Tom. Oh. He waited a long time for we that. We get it. We get it, Tom. We get it. <laughs> I was, um, there's a lot, a lot of places you can go with VB. Um, I was going to say virtual bison, uh, but your Victor Bravo is dumb. But the actual story is a very interesting story. But, and then the actual, actual That's a good story, story for another day, really not tell. for right now. We'll just leave that where it is. 617-266-6868. Joe is in Weymouth. Joe, you're next on RKO. Hey, thanks, Izzy. Look at so I'm working for an electric company up in Western Mass, you know, Western, mm-hmm. Lincoln Western. And uh, every day we'd keep two clubs, me and another guy, lineman. We'd keep two golf clubs on the truck, and we'd walk down the street. We were doing the work, and we'd go on. There's a very private golf course there. So we'd sneak on, play a couple of holes, and then we'd go back after lunch. And uh, so we're on, the, we're on one of the tees, and we see a golf cart coming down the other side. And it has to come under like a tunnel under the road back over to where we're So we're going, oh, we're screwed. We're going, you know, we're in trouble now, you know. And who is it but Dennis Eckersley. He comes out of the tunnel. He comes right out of the tunnel. He pulls right up to us. Now he's sitting, he's sitting in the car. He's got a cigarette going. He looks at us. Now we're in boots and jeans. And he goes, hey, guys, uh, you mind if I play a couple of holes with you as you go? 
And it was like, sure, Jack, come on. So he Fantastic. went along with us. Now, we're in booths and stuff. And he didn't even, it didn't even phase him to say, you know, what are you guys doing out here? You know? Did he, you ever tell him? Cool. Did you tell him at the I, end, like, Jack, not for nothing, but we're not even supposed to be here? Well, he knew that. He looked, that's the type of guy I think he is. He looked at him and goes, oh, look at these two slugs. <laughs> trying to pick up a couple of holes and go back to work. He just drove along like nothing. Then he said, hey, guys, you have a good day. See you later. And he went on Fantastic, about his thing. Joe. Fantastic I story. I love that one. I know, know that golf. I used to live in Weston briefly, and uh, I know that area that you're talking about. And, and yes, they would have run you had they caught you. They, they would have shot us, but not him. He was so <laughs> cool about it, and that stuck in my memory. Dennis Eckersley Very coming cool. to the rescue. That's a relief, Shattuck, huh? Oh, God. Uh, I appreciate no. the call, and I appreciate the pun. 617 You think he used a pitching wedge? Hey-ho. More yeah. calls when we come back. Have you ever pulled a Brady, walked into the wrong place, and have you ever had a weird run-in with a celebrity like that guy down in Tampa did with Tom Brady? It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. When you're a celebrity, it's adios, Tom Brady walked into the wrong house uh, down in Tampa. He was looking to meet his offensive coordinator, but he went into the neighbor's house and had a whoopsie. And that guy that owns that house had a, oh, my God, I ran into Tom Brady once when I was never supposed to meet Tom Brady. Have you ever done either of those things, walked into the wrong place or had a weird brush with a celebrity? Jim is in Plymouth. Jim, you're next here with VB and Shattuck on WRKO. Jim, you there? I'm here. Hey, Jim. How are you? Good. So this goes back to 1982. Um, I had been widowed a little over a year, year and a half. And this fellow that I worked with, his name was Frank. He says, you know, he says, you should start getting out a little bit more. He says, "Uh, I'm having a Halloween party. It's going to be a costume party. He says, why don't you come to my house? So I thought about it. I says, well, all right. So I got dressed up to go to his house, and I went as the New Year's baby. And I got a uh, little piece of a sheet, and I made a diaper. And I got a little banner, and I put 1983 on it. And I go to his house, and I knock on the door, and this girl answers the door. Oh, she says, it's a New Year's baby. Come on in. I go in, and I got my six-pack of Heineken with me, and I says, where's the refrigerator? And uh, she shows me the refrigerator. I put my beer in the fridge and opened the beer. And I says, uh, where's Frank? It's Frank who? So I told her the last name. She says, oh, Frank lives next door. Oh, man. Jim, at that point, did you fill your diaper? <laughs> I almost did. Almost. But I, I gained my composure. And I finished my beer. I says, uh, thank you for your hospitality. I'm going to go see if I can find Frank. <laughs> That's the way so to ring it a new year right I had a, there. I had a very nice time at the at his Halloween party. Well done, Jim. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's something I could see you pulling, Shattuck. Let's put on a diaper for no reason and walk into the wrong house. I wouldn't just bring the six-pack, though. I thought that was fairly bad form for Frank. You know, come on. You well, got to have some for the house. Bring at least a 12 or you're not bringing Wilbur. a 12 of Heineken either, Shattuck. I've seen you at parties, so please. 
Maybe a, yeah. you're, you're bringing some Peeber. Schlitz, maybe. Maybe. That's Peeber. what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> Ray's in Nashua. Hey, Ray. Hey, VB. Nice talking to you again. Yeah, welcome. I got you. Uh, you got me? Okay. Yep. Hey, Shattuck. <laughs> I'm an old little nice. boy. <laughs> hey, uh, real thank quick. You. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Uh, about, I want to say about 15, 20 years ago, uh, my daughter had to have some uh, medical work done in Boston at the Jan, uh, Joplin uh, Clinic. And uh, so I says, well, geez, I've never been to the uh, Museum of Fine Arts. So I'm saying, hey, why don't we do that while, you know, while we're down here? And so we get on the subway and heading out towards that general direction. I didn't know where I was going. And was, I'm riding the subway and I'm just holding, you know how the, 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 the front seat's always facing in, into the mm-hmm. car and mm-hmm. yes. I'm holding the pole and I'm trying to figure out what's the stop I have to get off on, you know? So looking and I start talking to this guy that's sitting in that seat and I'm saying, geez, do you, do you have any idea which stop I have to get off on, you know, to get to the Museum of Fine Arts? And he's hemming and hollering, and my wife, I happened to glance at my wife, and she's giving me that eye, you know, and pointing. And she's like, whispering, do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? What? Look. And it's, who's James Taylor? Hey. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm looking at it, it's like... And then when she finally, she just blurts out, that's James Taylor. And he, he rolls his eyes, and he's just, oh, what are you doing on a subway? You know, guy like you'd be taking a limo. He says, no, this is just easier. I says, what are you doing? He says, i got some business meetings to do around in the area. And it's like, it's just so much easier. You know? <laughs> did he help you get where you were great. going, Ray? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He was a, a real nice person. You know, it's like. I've I've met a few people sometimes. It's like, dude, not half as uh, big as he was, and it's like they they you know eh you know. But he was really nice. My wife congratulated him because he had just been married. So I don't know how far back that was. He, he remarried it. It's like, <laughs> and he thanked her very much. And it was like, he was he was a sweet man of a man, really good. You know. Well, ever yeah, bump into him again one. after? Ever bump into him again after that, Ray? Oh, I wish. I, I mean, was, I, I always loved him. I love. I always hey, thought that I'd see so him special. again. Oh, I love the man. Yeah. Oh, I love his music. <laughs> it's just so. But uh, real quick, if I, if I have time for one more, real quick. quickly, quickly. Please. I live in Nashua, and they have a, a block party every just about every summer, and my wife and I at the block party on Main Street in Nashua, and walking down the street, and we're just about ready to go home, you know, and oh, I see this, see this guy, big tall guy. Walking down the street, and he's got, which is kind of ridiculous. He had this guy, a manservant, holding an umbrella over his head. It was was hot, you know? So I looked. It's Robert Parrish. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Are you kidding? What are you doing in Nashville? (laughs) It's like, hello? (laughs) He was was another nice man, you know? It's like, 
Is there a lot of weed in Nashville? We were all thinking the same thing, Shattuck. My guess is he had a guy up there. I mean, that's what he was doing. He was I, a I don't know what he's doing. You know, getting some weed or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he had a guy holding an umbrella for him? Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that didn't sit well with me. But, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah. You know? The guy was like two feet shorter than he was, so he had his work cut out for him. Yeah, that's tough. (laughs) I appreciate the call, Ray. That's pretty good. Oh, Shattuck, that's too bad because there was like this two-second delay with him, so he got to step on my awesome James Taylor pun. Oh, that was terrible. But I was thinking of them, too. But I had two better taste, and at the last minute I thought, you know, no. Oh, yeah, sure. That's exactly how that happened. 617-266-6868. Random run-ins with celebrities. Why? How? Also, you ever walk into the wrong place like Tom Brady did down in Tampa? It's VB. You're in the middle on WRKO. It's VB in the middle. Bob 617 says, your take on this makes me want to kick you right in the nuts. Oh, good, because I feel the same way, baby. I can't, I've listened to you for many, many years, and I can't believe I'm listening to this with you. I feel like you've grown soft in your older age. He has. Yes, he has. has. What about my little lock monsters? Bob, he cries at country concerts now. That's true. Oh, my God. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. It's like Another of my top ten country songs, like it's almost like you're brown nosing me for some reason. Oh, I love this song though. Tom Shattuck. Well, she is a suck up. That's from you, suck up. So that yeah, means right. something. Yeah, right. You. Uh, Shattuck joins me as he has wanted to do on a Big Boy Thursday. We're talking about random run-ins with celebrities and walking into the wrong house. Tom Brady did that down in Tampa, as we found out yesterday. George is in Melrose. George, you're next here on WRKO. Hey, v. Hi, VB. How you doing? Hey, George. And Chad, a good uh, 2020 to you, or however you say that. <laughs> George, God bless you. Had, uh, my sister invited me to a Christmas party at her house. She had recently bought a, a new house. It's actually an old house, but it was in a neighborhood where all the houses, they all look the same. It must have been the same builder, same porch, same layout, same structure, same driveway, you know, so... I figured I could find my way up there. I had only been there a couple of times, and um, it was a snowy day. And I know my sister has a lot of friends. I don't know. I'm not in her circle of friends, a lot of them, and and their kids were going to be there. Anyway, I drove up there. I said, oh, yeah, this is it. I see all the cars in the driveway on the street. So I knock on the door, uh, let myself in. I see a 12-year-old girl taking something out of the oven. I figured it was, uh, you know, uh, a, a daughter of one of my sister's friends. So I said, hey, how you doing, this and that? I said, where is everybody? And she pointed, they're in the living room. I said, you know, it was the same layout inside as my sister's house. I, I opened the door, and it was all dark. I don't know if they were having a seance, a religious ritual, but they were chanting and praying, and I didn't recognize a single person. And from that, I don't know what happened. I just said, whoa, I am in the wrong place. I literally backed out, walking backwards. I said, nice to meet you to that girl. I put my boots back on because I had taken my boots off. And uh, I don't know if I moved my car or I just went next door. I mean, that was just uh, crazy. I mean, you know you know how all the houses look the same and whatnot. You know, I mean, the same builder built them all. Ten houses in a row going down the street there. So 
Yeah, I almost want to find out, George. I appreciate the call, but Shattuck, don't you want to find out like what was going on in that? I was like some sort of witch ritual yeah. going on there. It'd be, and it is interesting because that moment when you realize that you're in the wrong place, just the oxygen kind of leaves, and you're like, "Oh no, this is this is no good." <laughs> sure, precisely. Sure does. And then you're like, "Do I explain this to people or do I just get out of there?" I think he did the right thing. Just get out. Ronnie's yeah, in Boston. No... Ronnie, you're next here on WRKO. Hey, how are you, Shattuck? Thanks as always for taking the call, VB. Hey, uh, I've got a great one. Hey, how are you? I've got a great one for you guys. I had to run to the dump to get rid of a metal bed frame. And so I walk into the big metal bin where you dump that stuff. I get rid of it. I turn around to leave. And who's standing right in front of me dumping off an old birdcage? But one of my all-time favorite Academy Award-winning actors, Chris Cooper. So he dumps off the cage. Yeah, he dumps off the cage, and he looks at me with that classic Chris Cooper look of suspicion and contempt, and I felt so intimidated, I just blurted out, wow, my dad was right, you never, knew, you, you never do know what you're going to find at the dump. And so right away, he started to laugh, and I said, Mr. Cooper, you're one of my favorite actors, and for the next 10 minutes, we talked about his whole career inside this giant metal dumpster at the dump. And one of the things I remember most about it that I'm most proud of is that he didn't have to walk away from me. I thanked him for his time and left, but it was one of the like best celebrity encounters you could ever uh, hope for. Fantastic story, Ronnie. I love that. Love first of all, love Chris Cooper. I believe a Rhode Island guy, like uh, Shattuck, if I if memory serves. I can guarantee you, Chris Cooper's had a, a cabinet before. We're getting back to oh, the and first the, hour of the and show. The, yeah, and the Ruby Reds. Uh, yeah, the soda shop. <laughs> Rhode Island Reds. The Red Snappers. But anyway, I no, I love I can tell you this. I don't have a story where I met a celebrity in a dumpster. So that never happened for me. Ronnie, yeah. you got that one on me for sure. 617-266-6868. Joe's in Brockton. Joe, you're next on WRKO. Hi, BB. Love your show. Hey, Joe. About 35 years ago, I worked for Marriott, and during the playoffs, the Celtics with um, L.A. Yep. And the Celtics would stay. In, they always stayed at the um, the Boston Marriott. So I was in the elevator by myself, and Kevin McHale stepped into the elevator. And I always watched him on TV, so I think I would. I couldn't. I was in shock because I had no idea, looking at him, how tall and thin he was. He was almost freakish looking. And I couldn't take my eyes off. He just smiled at me, and he kind of knew that I, I don't know what he was thinking, but I couldn't even say a word because it just, I'd never seen anybody like that. You just, you just have no idea how different they look than on TV. Thanks. Very cool. What, what did I you do with the man? It, Joe. Yeah, no, he's gone, Shattuck, but that's... Uh, yeah. Did you ever meet Mikhail Shattuck? No, unfortunately not. I met I met Andrew Cabell, though, pretty much the same. My brother met Mikhail in a uh, in an airport lounge, and they took pictures or whatever. But Mikhail said, "You got three questions," and so my brother asked him three Lakers related questions. Mikhail answered them. They laughed, and then they went on their way. I, I've only Very heard cool. good things about the guy. Everyone that's ever met him that I know loves the guy. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Shattuck, good job. We'll talk to you next week. Howie Car Show is coming up next. You heard Grace talking about it. They got Victor David Davis Hanson, among others, coming on there. Be safe, be smart, take notes tonight, because tomorrow at noon, we will compare those notes right here in the middle. VB in the middle.
WRKL. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.